As we come to think about that passage and think about what it means to share God's word today, let's pray and ask for God's help. Father, we thank you that you are the God who speaks. We pray today you'd help us to be people that listen. Open our ears, open our hearts, open my mouth, that your word may flow and make a difference in our lives. Amen. Well, we're looking at different aspects of what it means to be church and what we're about as church, what our priorities are, what we're doing, prayer, care, and share. And and the last one today is share, sharing God's word. I wonder, though, how you think you might measure a church's achievement, a church's success. I was talking to someone this week who was saying that their business and the people that run their, um, own their business are very keen to measure how well the business is doing at making money. And one of the key things we want for a business is to, is to make money, isn't it? I know for schools as well, one of the key things for schools is to help children pass their exams. And um, so the government is careful to measure how well um, schools do at helping children pass exams. And of course, hospitals are about treating people and making them better. And so one of the measures is how well hospitals do at making sure that people aren't waiting too long for an operation or treatments. We measure all sorts of things today in order to make sure our institutions are operating effectively, they're achieving what they want to achieve. And the things we measure show what we think is important about that for that organisation, what we think the key aims of that organisation is. What about the church? Well, in Acts, Luke um, writes to us about um, the early church and um, shows us how it grew and how it developed from Jerusalem and around the Roman Empire. And little bits here and there, it shows us that what is important and what was successful for the church was that they were growing in the number of people who were actually following Jesus. So back in Acts chapter 2, verse 41, after Peter had given his first sermon, he said, Luke says, those who accepted his message were baptised, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. And a bit later on he says, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. There's this sense of the church growing in numbers. Um, and later on he says, but many who heard the message believed, and the number of men grew to about 5,000. Um, and then, nevertheless, more and more men and women in the Lord were added to their number. Um, we get that in Acts chapter 5. And that sense of growth. And then when we get to Acts chapter 6, that passage that Audrey just read to us, it says, in those days when the number of disciples was increasing, um, the number of disciples is increasing. There's more and more people in the church. So one way of measuring the church's achievement is the number of people that are part of the church, number of people that are seeking to follow Jesus. But look what it, it tells us about those people. They were the people that accepted Peter's message, the word about Jesus, the word of God. Uh, it's the people that accepted the message that were saved because they believed the message. So when we believe what God teaches us, that we um, find salvation, we have eternal life, we have a new relationship with God. If we don't hear the word, then we can't believe the word. So actually getting the word out is really, really important. And not only does the word show us how we can be saved by believing in Jesus, but it also shows us how, once we believe in Jesus, we can grow in our faith. 
Um, Luke goes on. So in this passage, in Acts chapter 6, verse 1, it talked about the number of disciples increasing. Uh, but then it uses a new phrase in verse 7. It says, the word of God spread. And this is a word that, again, Luke refers to as the story goes on. So it's not just about the number of people growing, but actually about the word spreading, the word growing as well. Um, so in 12.24 it says, but the word of God continued to increase and spread. The word of the Lord spread through the whole region, Acts 13.49. Um, and in this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power, Acts 19.20. You see how Luke wants to show us how, how the word was growing. This is how you measure the church's growth. Um, it's when people are speaking more, about, more, and, more and more about God, about Jesus, about what's in the Bible. And of course, the more people hear about Jesus, the more people will respond and believe in him and become Christians themselves. Uh, and the more people that become Christians, uh, the more they'll speak about it. So the word grows in that way. The number of Christians and the word growing are closely linked together. But how as a church are we to open our mouth, if you like, uh, to share God's word in the world? How did the early church do it? Obviously, it takes boldness, it takes courage, it takes prayer. We've seen some of those things already. But I want to talk about three things that maybe this passage from Acts 6 teaches us. Firstly, um, oh, before I do that, sorry, I'll just share to how today um, the word of God is spreading. So in what ways, we asked a question on our online survey this week about sharing the word, and in what ways, we said, have you been able to share your faith with non-Christians during this time? Um, so some people said during telephone conversations. So we can't meet face-to-face. -face, we can still talk on the phone, and you can talk about Jesus on the phone. Uh, encouraging family to pray, answering children in my family's questions. So actually, are we sharing God's word with our children? Isn't that a key responsibility of parents? A key place where we can share God's word in the family? Um, we can... Um, by sharing some of the online services has opened doors to discuss faith with some non-Christian friends and relatives. So you can email people links to the service and say, why don't you watch this or WhatsApp them the link or share it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever you use. Um, that might provoke conversations about faith as well as getting them to actually watch and hear God's word. Um, you can send out letters or cards just with short verses in to encourage people or help people or again during telephone calls. Or at work, whenever the opportunity arises, whether it's, you know, often people these days are working um, at home, but you still have to talk to people on, by phone or on video conferencing or whatever, um, the opportunity may arise to share the faith. Obviously, we need to do that gently and sensitively. But we need to be looking for opportunities to tell people about God's word. Um, and someone says here, in conversation with people, I simply say, I will pray for you. And that often results in more conversations. These are people, responses not from a vicar, these are people in our congregation, ideas they've had about sharing God's word during the pandemic. So how do we open our mouth to speak God's word? How do they do it in Acts chapter 6? Well, firstly, to open our mouth, we need to open, first of all, our ears. In this passage, it's the first time in Acts, um, Luke's story of the early church, that he calls the first Christians disciples. And actually, he uses that word three times in his passage. So in verse 1, he says, in those days when the number of disciples was increasing. And in verse 2, so the 12 gathered all the disciples together. 
and um, then in verse 7, so the word of God spread, the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly. Luke, in this passage, suddenly starts talking about the Christians as disciples. What is a disciple? A disciple is someone who is learning, learning from a master. As Christians, we are people that are learning from Jesus. And to learn from Jesus, we need to hear, we need to open our ears to God's word. Um, And we're learning from Jesus so that we can become like Jesus. We can behave like Jesus, we can act like Jesus, we can be more like Jesus. Uh, Being a disciple is a bit like being an apprentice, where you learn from um, a master tradesman to become more like them and able to carry out the trade. But as Christians, we learn from Jesus that we can become more like him. So we need to be disciples, and being disciples means we need to open our ears to hear God's word. And that's what the early Christians did. They dedicated themselves to the apostles' teaching. So how are we doing at opening our ears to God's word today? How are we doing at being disciples today? Well, we asked um, people um, in our online survey, uh, and people were honest about this, and said, actually, for some people, the pandemic and the lockdown had actually made it harder to get, touched, get involved in looking at God's word. So people said they've struggled, or um, they haven't taken enough time for God. Family and health have overtaken everything else. The pressures of life can get in the way. Um, not having the regular contact and lack of teaching and guidance makes it harder to understand God's message sometimes, people will say. Isolation has made it very hard, and living with a non-Christian husband need the company of others to read, talk, and discuss passages. I felt I was reading, but my ears were closed. It is tough sometimes to actually give the ta- find the time, find the energy, find the focus to listen to God's word. And we shouldn't feel guilty and beaten up about that, but we should be praying and asking for God to help us, help us to really get to grips with studying his word regularly. And whether it be through listening to sermons, reading the Bible for ourselves on a daily basis, um, using Bible notes to help maybe with that, or meeting with other Christians to discuss the Bible in things like growth teams. Whatever it is, we need to see that we need God's word as Christians if we're to be effective disciples. Let's be honest with the struggles, let's be honest with each other and ask for each other's prayers that we can do better at doing that. Um, but others have found this time easier, actually, to engage with the Bible. Um, we're all affected by the pandemic in different ways, and so it's not surprising that this is the case. Um, one person said that they've got more time out from daily life. Um, people that may be travelling a lot for work in the past but can't now because they're working from home. Um, actually, the pandemic's forced them to look for help, looking for answers that has pushed them to the Bible more. Or having more alone time because of the pandemic. They've been able to dig deeper into God's word. Um, because this is such an uncertain time, there's been more times than I wanted to look and hear what God has to say or to ask for his wisdom. So we need to open our ears to hear God's word. Um, so we need to open our ears so we can effectively open our mouths to, to share God's word. We need to be disciples first. But also to open our mouth, we need, it takes our eyes to be open. What do I mean by that? Well, we've seen actually already that um, the early church to pray needed to open their eyes 
open their eyes um, to see God's people, open their eyes to see um, God's character, open their eyes to see that God is bigger than their problems, open their eyes to see God's mission. And, and as we see this, that the apostles, for them a priority was prayer, we see in this passage. But actually, what did they pray for? They prayed that God would open their mouth. And why did they pray that? Because they opened their eyes to see God's mission. They saw that it was so crucial, so important, that they, sh- they, they could carry on sharing God's word. Um, and actually, the issue in this passage is that the apostles, the, the 12 um, that Jesus had chosen, were, were leading and running the church, but the church was growing. And they knew that prayer and um, caring for one another um, and sharing God's word were all important things, but it was becoming difficult to, to do all of those together. In particular, the apostles were involved in, in organising the care for the lady and in distributing the bread to the widows, and that was becoming too big a job for them. Uh, and as a result, some people were losing out and some groups were feeling upset with other groups and there was division forming. But the apostles had a very clear, open-eyed vision to what God's mission was. They knew that their main thrust, the main goal for them was to share God's word. Um, You see that clearly in verse um, 4 where it says, we need to give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. That needs to be their focus. Um, They couldn't be distracted anymore by being involved in caring for others important as that was and we'll see how they sorted that problem out in a moment but we need to open our eyes to see the importance of sharing God's word and as Christians um, particularly at this time at St Luke's we need to think how can we be more effective at sharing God's word both through and beyond the pandemic we asked that a question of people um, and this was the question we asked how do you think the way we share God's word with one another and the outside world could be different after the pandemic is over. Good question. If, if sharing God's word is important, how, how can we do it more effectively in our world? Um, here's some answers that people gave. I would hope that we would have more compassion and focus on those who don't know Jesus. Actually seeing people's need to hear God's word. Getting away from our needs to the needs of the lost. Sharing a favourite scripture that has that has proved invaluable to us can sometimes speak to people too. So actually, this person is saying, actually, the more we see people's need to hear about God, um, actually pray that God will give us boldness to actually share God's word with others. Um, others have talked about the benefits of Zoom growth teams um, so that those that maybe can't get out in the evenings or out to, to groups can, can still meet with others through the through internet. Um, and so we can use technology as a way of discussing and sharing God's word with one another in that context. And similarly, we've been using um, online services in a new way um, through this pandemic. And that means more people can access the service, more people can hear God's word through it. Um, and we want to try and continue that in some way when we get everyone back in church, um, back to normal, whatever that might look like. So we need to open, to open our mouth, we need to open our ears to hear God's word, we need to open our eyes to see God's mission, but we also need to open our hands to help God's work. As I said, the apostles saw the issue that was the problem in the church, that they couldn't look after both the care of the other Christians and share God's word and pray at the same time. 
And so what did they do? Well, they saw that they needed to open their hands as apostles and they needed the church to open its hands as the people of God. They said to the church, look, what you need to do is look among yourselves, find those that are key to good disciples, full of God's spirit and wise, and encourage them to take on the role within the church of making sure that everyone's cared for. Um, choose seven people, they said. Um, and for the church to do that, it means them um, looking to, to see who could actually take on those roles, but also to support them in those roles. It may have been that they had to give more money in order to have these people doing this work. And yet the church were pleased to do that, it says in verse 5. They saw, they had their eyes open to see the need of spreading God's word, and that shouldn't be affected, but also to want the care in the church to continue. And so the church responded, they chose seven people and um, enabled them to take on this role. And for the apostles as well, they, they needed to open their hands in the sense that um, they needed to let go of one of the roles they were doing. And sometimes in leadership or sometimes um, within the church, we have roles that we, have, we take on and we, we enjoy doing them, but we know that we're becoming too busy in the church or too busy with church stuff that we can't actually be involved in sharing God's word with others. Uh, and sometimes we need to let go of some of those roles, roles that might make us feel important, roles that might give us satisfaction. But in letting go of those roles, in opening our hands of them and handing them on to others, we're actually allowing ourselves to be more effective for God and we're encouraging others to take on leadership within the church and and the people that took on these roles in the early church, people like Stephen, who would become a great preacher as well, but actually die for his faith, become the first martyr in the church. And Philip, who would be the, the main person to go and preach to the Samaritans. These new people were raised up because the apostles were willing to open their hands and allow others to take on the roles that they had been doing. Uh, and they do, did that literally in a way by laying their hands on these people as it says in verse 6. So actually we need to open our hands to enable the work of the church to expand, to enable prayer, care and share to happen at the same time with more people being involved. So what about us? What is a challenge for us at St Luke's, for us in, as a church in Ramsgate today? Have we opened our ears? Are we, first of all, keen disciples, eager ourselves to learn more of God's word, that we can be effective against the devil's temptations, that we can live lives that are truly pleasing to God, that we can live lives that really shine for God, that we can know the word that we are meant to share? Are we willing to open our ears? Are we willing to open our eyes to see that sharing God's word is a priority for God because it's as we share God's word that new people can come to faith in Jesus Christ, that new people can know salvation and eternal life and become children of God. Will we open our eyes to see God's mission and importance of sharing God's word? And will we open our hands? Will we maybe give more of our time that we can take on roles within the church? Will we give more of our money that we can enable the word of God to spread? And will we actually open our mouths? Will we have courage to speak God's word in our world today?
The early church was a church that was growing and they had problems because of their growth. Today, sadly, um, in England, we are a church that in many ways is in decline. And we have problems because of that decline. And yet just as the solution to the early church's problems was to open their ears, to open their eyes, to open their hands and to open their mouths. So actually the solution to the problems caused by our decline is also to open our eyes, open our ears, open our hands and open our mouths. Will we be the kind of people that God is calling us to be? Will we work out how to develop these key activities of the church, these key priorities of the church in a post-pandemic world? Will we be a people of prayer? Will we be a people that care for one another and the world around? Will we be a people that are seeking to share God's word that others may come to know him and have eternal life? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Help us to share it with others. Help us to know it ourselves. Help us to open our ears to hear your word, to open our eyes to see your priority to share your word. Open our hands to enable um, the word to be spread more effectively and open our mouths to speak your truth. In your name we pray. Amen.